Welcome to Buy the Books, the podcast helping business owners navigate the complex world of business, tax, and bookkeeping. Now, to the owner and president of Secline, Lindsay Klein. Thanks for joining us, everyone. This is Lindsay Klein with Secline, honest, accurate bookkeeping performed on time, and your host of Buy the Books. I'm here today with Chris Gross of Free Donation Productions. Thanks for joining me again. I am so happy to be here, and especially because we've got food laid out here. (laughs) For those who are listening on the podcast, if you check us out on YouTube, you'll see that uh, we've got a... It looks like we're going to eat snacks today. Is that what we're doing? I'm not going to eat them. I'm being good. I'm still doing keto. Oh, that's right. But you feel free because we have (laughs) lots of M&Ms here. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, then you can see we have some peanut and regular M&Ms and different colors that I have divide them, divided them up into. So, um, yes, I'm trying to come up with an interesting way to explain accounting. So what better okay. way than with M&M candies? I couldn't think of a better way, honestly. <laughs> so this works for me. This works for me. Now, your dad's a CPA. Yes. Has he ever tried to explain accounting to you? Um. Not so much. Um, I, I think it really the only time we get into any talk about that is around tax time because I've mentioned on the podcast before um, any kind of talk about that we do or um, when he's he helping me decided, with my taxes. Okay. Um, and he just but, decided this was a hopeless case and no, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I, maybe honestly. Um, I, I will say the one thing was uh, he, I don't know if made is the right word. He strongly encouraged me to take an accounting class when I was okay. in high school. How did that go? Um, actually, the class was um, really good. It had nothing to do with the class itself. That is actually how I met a... Uh, he, he was a foreign exchange student from Germany. Okay. And so he was living in the United States for that year, and I'm still friends with him, and we'll do like um, FaceTime chats. Okay. So, But did you learn any accounting? Not that I remember. Okay. <laughs> I, I will say there are things, and, and okay, and we've talked about it before. I know we're going to get into it. The equation is your your credits equal. Yes, tell me, Chris. What do your credits equal? Credits equal your, <laughs> no, that's not right. <laughs> there's There's assets okay. and debits in there somewhere. That's all I know. <laughs> I know there's three things, and that's two of the three, right? Am I right? Are you talking about the accounting equation? Probably. Assets equal liabilities plus equity. Okay. So I wasn't right at all. That is. (laughs) But debits have to equal credits. So maybe that's what you're thinking of. So now I'm 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 being rushed back. I'm thinking of the test of now I've got to make the two things equal any of this. Like I'm not kidding. Like when you said the debits have to equal credits, yes. I was just like thrown back yes. into my yes. into my accounting class. So I will say every once in a while I get things that come back from it. And it wasn't my teacher's fault. I think it was me just not not retaining any information. So I actually have two cups here that are empty. And I don't know if we can see them on the video, but they're clear cups and they represent debits and credits, okay. which always have to equal. And the the regular M&Ms are going to represent our debits. Okay. And the peanut M&Ms are going to represent our credits. Okay. So that's what all this is. So you're right. Debits have to equal credits. Okay. So I know that. to give yes. some context for this episode, though, I kind of teased a little bit in the last episode that you and I recorded together. I, I told some stories that I probably shouldn't have told about some difficult people I'd worked with. Yes. Clients and employees. Um, but hey, I went for it. It's all out there. <laughs> but there was one conversation that um, had with a perspective, not a perspective client, who was actually a client. An attorney um, was trying to tell me that the way we had booked something was incorrect, in his opinion. He didn't like the way it was being handled on the bookkeeping side. And so I'm trying to explain to him why I felt it was not done incorrectly and explain to him why we did it the way we did it. Okay. Um, He was getting very exasperated 
and telling me that his wife had all of this experience, which I think her experience was more like finance, which is different from accounting. But he kept telling me how she had all this experience. Yeah. And and so I you know, and, and that she she thought it didn't need to be booked this way either. So both of them together had decided we were doing it wrong. And so then I decided rather than trying to explain it to him, I would just try to figure out how he wanted to do it instead. Like, why don't we try it that way? So I asked him and he said, okay, well, how would you like it to be done? Let me just understand the way you wanted to see it. Right. And he was getting exasperated. Well, I'm not an accountant. I don't do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so he all he wanted to say was that it's wrong, but he did not have a solution right. to it. Okay. okay. Um, and so he told me, he said, um, my, my wife says you just need to do a journal entry to fix it. Okay. okay. So I'm sure being a non-accountant, that yeah. means nothing to you. That is correct. Um, but the accountants out there probably already think this is funny because we understand that that is not helpful whatsoever. And let me explain to you why. I'll try to, to explain it to someone that's not an accountant. Okay. All right. Let's say you're making a recipe in the kitchen. All right. You've got the recipe and it usually tells you everything you need. Yeah, right. Right. Your list of ingredients. Um, you know, that you're going to need a whisk and a, you know, measuring cup or whatever, right? You've got your list of items you need for the ingredients and the items you need to actually okay. do it, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So basically the equivalency, if he's trying to tell me you're doing the recipe wrong, you should not be doing it this way. And you say, okay, how would you like me to do the recipe instead? You don't like the way I'm making it. How would you like me to do it? Just use a spatula. Just use a spatula. Okay. I can use a spatula, but what would you like me to do with the spatula? Okay. And what would you like me to mix with the spatula? Um, like, what do you want me to do with it? Right? right. So that's right. the kind of the equivalency because journal entry is just a type of transaction. <laughs> and, from an, a person that doesn't understand accounting, the accountants know literally everything you do in accounting is a journal entry. Okay. Now that gets blurred because a lot of people are used to seeing QuickBooks or something similar and QuickBooks tries to make it very user friendly. So you have all the little icons that might say check or deposit or whatever, and you click it, and it, you know, if you click check, it opens up and it actually looks like a check and it has payee and amount and date and write that, right? What QuickBooks is doing behind the scenes, when you're entering it in, it looks like a check, but behind the scenes, QuickBooks is doing a journal entry. Okay. Literally everything in accounting is a journal <laughs> entry. Okay. Okay. So it's okay. like, you know, in, in baking, you always use the oven. So it's almost like him saying, just use an oven. Just use an oven. We always use the oven to bake. That's how we bake is in an oven. Yes, that doesn't help me. What are we putting in the oven? Okay. What are we mixing together? What ingredients are we putting in there? Yeah. Yes, we're using an oven for sure. Right. We always do. What do you want in it? So that's kind of the equivalency of how helpful that advice was. So I'm like trying to say, okay, let's, I, I said, okay, let's do that. Let's do a journal entry. So I open up a journal entry in QuickBooks and say, okay, I have the journal entry open. I'm ready to prepare your journal entry. Okay. What do you want me to put in the journal entry? <laughs> You know, he kept saying, well, I'm not an accountant. Yeah. I don't know you. This is your job. He's not an accountant, but he knows <laughs> that, it's that wrong. you're doing it wrong. Wrong, right. And then he proceeds to tell me how great his own his own personal bookkeeper was. Okay. And the irony there, because he had his own company and we were doing the books for his partnership. Okay. So he had his own bookkeeper that handled his company. And he proceeds to tell me how much better she was. And the irony of the situation is that I had already been communicating with her and had asked her about this specific situation prior to having the conversation with him. And she had agreed with me that we were handling it 
in the best possible way. So her and I had already had that conversation. So he starts telling me how much better this bookkeeper is. And I said, well, actually, I've talked to her about this situation and she agreed this is how we should handle it. Well, she just doesn't understand the situation. Okay. <laughs> I'm I am you're the owner. I will handle it however you want to handle it. Just let me know what you'd like me to do. Right? So eventually he kind of muddled through what he wanted me to do instead. And I didn't tell him this, but ultimately the end result did not change anything (laughs) in his mind it was different but in reality nothing changed so this was my inspiration for this because had he had some understanding of accounting principles he would have known there's really first of all only three buckets and that's why i have three colors here i have orange green and blue there's only three buckets that we can put things And oftentimes, even though you might be switching from one account to another in accounting, you're just moving it from an orange M&M to an orange M&M. And there's no change. Okay. I mean, it's it's in a different place on your report, but the end result, net zero difference. Okay. Okay? Okay. So that is the context for why... I got the inspiration for this episode. For the M&M's, <laughs> learning, learning and counting through M&M's. Okay, so you know how they're, they're called debits and credits and they always have to be the same. Like, have you ever heard balancing the books? Have you heard that expression? Yes. Yeah. That's what it means, that your debits equal the credits. Okay, okay. Now, who had the not brilliant idea to call it debits and credits? Because all that has done is confused generations of prospective and frustrated accounting students because it makes no sense. It does not. No, it doesn't. It does not. I can remember being young 20s. I was probably, I don't know, 21 to 23 years old in my very first accounting job as like an accounting clerk low on the totem pole. Yeah. You know, I understood how to get to things in QuickBooks. I did not understand the journal entry principle, right? (laughs) And so my boss, bless his heart, is trying to explain credits and debits to me. And I was so confused. Yeah, I did not understand if I want to increase my bank balance, why would I be debiting it? That makes no sense. Okay. So this is my inspiration for the M&Ms. We have got to stop thinking in terms of debits and credits. Just it's stupid. Just say that's stupid. Instead, we're going to say peanut and regular peanut and regular okay that's it so we're not going to say no more debits and credits no more debits and credits yes here we go yeah. we've got our regular m&ms here yes and our peanut, peanut m&ms here yes okay. okay so credits are now peanut m&ms debits are regular m&ms okay okay all right so we can just take away the confusing aspect of debits and credits because it yes. makes no sense because in accounting, you yeah. debit a bank account to increase it. It makes no sense. So just don't yeah. even let that confuse okay. you. All right. All we need to know is that regular M&Ms have to equal peanut, peanut. M&Ms. Okay. They yeah. have to always be the same. Yeah. That's how we keep our books balanced, having the same. There can be no one over the other. They always have to balance, always the same number. Okay. So if we put one in the regular, we have to put one in the peanut. Okay. Just always has to be the same. Yes. yes. Okay. Now we have orange, we have green, we have blue. These represent three different things, which we talked about earlier is our accounting equation. Remember assets? That's green. Green is assets. Then we have orange. That's our liabilities. Blue is our equity. So assets equal liability plus equity. Okay. So, and you notice there's a lot of green in here. Yeah. For some reason, there's more green M&Ms than anything. That is an interesting part I, of this. That see, we we're learning out. multiple things yes. through this process. Yeah. So we have a lot of assets sitting here. You can see they right. do not equal. Well, right. they might. I guess if you put these two together, they might actually equal the green. So assets. Okay, well, you have so you have two peanuts here. Do I need the green peanuts also? No, they're all mixed up. It, okay. I okay. just put I, the reason I pulled these. 
is because I put okay. on the on the yeah. cup All what right. they are, so that gotcha. I could gotcha. remember which color is which. Okay, so don't don't worry about the the peanut and regular right now. Right now we're just talking about the accounting equation. Assets, which is green, equals liabilities plus equity, which is orange and blue. Gotcha. Okay. okay? Yes. All right. So that's the accounting equation. Everything goes into these three buckets. No matter what you're doing in accounting, they go in these three buckets. These three only, no matter what you're doing. We have different kind of assets, right? So assets could be cash. So it could be a bank account. Could be petty cash. Could be a car. House. A vehicle. Could be a property. Yeah. Could be land. It could be a building. It could be a fixed asset. So it could be equipment. These are things you own. So that's green. Everything you own could be tangible, could be intangible. Sometimes it's intangible stuff. Maybe it's intellectual property. Mm, Anything you own that's an asset. So that's green. Okay. And that equals these two things together, which is your liabilities and equity. Liabilities could be a credit card, could be a loan, business loan. It could be a line of credit. Trying to think of other types of liabilities are things that you owe. Count it, yes. Like they're they're negatives against you. Well, it's debt. A debt can be used in a positive way in business, but yes, it's debt. Yeah, that's everything you owe, and that could be something you owe to a bank. It could be a credit card. It could be something you owe to a individual person. Sure, it's just a liability, something you owe. It might be a tax liability, something you owe the IRS. Mm. Student um, loan, something like that. On the personal side, yes. That wouldn't be on your business books. But yes. Okay. So yes. anything you owe. All right. Then equity. That's what's left. So if you think of, we've talked about this analogy before, your home equity in your home, right? You have the asset, the green M&Ms. That's the actual home, right? right. That is the property Okay. That's the house, the land, everything that's the tangible property, right? And you can increase the value of that by improving the home, right? Yes. That's the green. So the green, which is the asset, equals the liability, which is the loan on that property. That's the mortgage on that property, what you owe the bank for that property. And what's left is your equity, and so if you think of it in those terms, the, the, the equity in your home, right? That's, that's if you were to sell your house, sell the property and pay off the mortgage, yeah. that's what's left is your equity. So let's say I've got a $300,000 house. Uh-huh. Uh, the value of it, you mean? The value. Okay. Um, there's, um, let's just say I've got a hundred thousand left on my mortgage. mortgage. Okay. So that means the equity is 200,000. Yes. Okay. Yes. Same thing in business. So when you're talking about the, the accounting equation, assets equal liabilities plus equity. Same with your house. Yeah. So that's the accounting equation. So green equals orange plus blue. Gotcha. All right. right. So that's our accounting equation. Everything we do in accounting goes in these three buckets. Everything. No matter what. There's no miscellaneous that can be stuck anywhere else. No. All three of them. Yeah. So. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. All, everything goes in these three buckets. There's no exceptions. Okay. So, now, how do we incorporate these three colors into the peanut and regular? I have no idea. So, let's just, let's start a company. Okay. What what kind of company should we start? Uh, We sell cotton candy. Okay, we sell cotton candy. Um, we obviously did not get advice prior to starting this. No, this is think. really good cotton candy. Okay, like really it's, super it's, good cotton candy. It's the world's candy. best cotton, cotton candy. candy. Okay, yes. and there's this much market for cotton candy there that is. we can... Okay, Because it's so good, we're okay. putting everybody else who sells cotton candy out of business. <laughs> That's okay. how good our cotton candy All is. All right, so we have our cotton candy business we're starting. Yes. Um, but we have nothing right now, right? Okay. There's yeah. see how the the cups are empty. The business has nothing yet. We've just had the idea. Now we need to actually get started. So in order to buy our 
I don't even know how you make cotton candy, but I assume it's we have sugar to sugar and something. So we got to have ingredients. Yes. Okay. And we, I assume we have to have some kind of machine or equipment yes. of some sort. Right. So how are we going to buy all this? We're probably going to have to either loan ourselves money, mm-hmm. like put our own money in or go get a loan. So what are we going to do? Um, can we do both? We'll do. Okay. Sure, we can do that. Okay. All right. So let's say you and I we're going in together. Yeah. We decide, okay, we're gonna put some of our own personal savings into yes. the business to get it started. Okay. Okay. So we d- drop in, I don't know, five thousand dollars of our own money into the business. Okay. All right. So now we have our first business transaction that now we need to record in our accounting system. Okay. Okay. So what's happened? Our cash has increased. By $5,000. Right. Okay. So that's an asset. Yes. Green. So we'll just say one of these represents... $1,000. $1,000. So I'll put five in there. These are regular M&Ms, which is our debits. Now, remember, in accounting, debit... Has to equal credits. Yes, but debits increase your bank account. So this is why we're calling them regular. We're putting regular, five regular M&Ms in there to represent the $5,000 cash that we now have. So we have five regular M&Ms, but we have nothing right now in our peanuts. So we've got to have the equation. We have to equal, right? Right. Okay. So how do we make this equal now? Because what are our five peanut M&Ms? What are they? Yeah. What is it? Any ideas? I have no idea. (laughs) Okay, well, we're making a contribution into our company, which is equity. This is our owner's equity. We have actually increased our equity by $5,000. This is our owner's equity. Basically, what's left over after our liabilities are paid. Now, some people, when they contribute to their company, there are cer- certain circumstances, usually tax things, where it will be recorded as a loan instead. So it would actually be a liability when the owner contributes. Okay. Um, we had we that situation come up. If you remember the episode, oh, what do we call that episode about? That question that every CPA answers Cor- yeah. differently. Right, right, there right. There was a situation there where the CPAs wanted to record a contribution actually as a loan. So sometimes it does happen that way. But for our purposes, it's a contribution and that's equity. We're actually increasing our equity. So I'm putting five five. peanut M&Ms in there. So now we're balanced again. We have five regular. We have five peanut. We're, we're, We're equal. Okay. So our books are good. Our books are good. They're balanced. All right. So now right. what are we doing next? We've got our $5,000 in. So now to get the rest of our equipment, we've got to get a loan. Okay. All right. So we go, we get, let's say an SBA loan to get some more funding. Okay. All right. So now we have this loan. They put the, the cash in our bank. We got a, a nice deposit from the SBA. Now, how do we, what do we do? Okay. So that's a liability. It is a liability. So, yes, just for the sake of ease, we're going to say it's also $5,000. And that's peanuts. We're increasing our liabilities. That's peanuts. So, I just put five. Now we have 10 in peanut M&Ms, but we only have five. I mean, we have 10 peanuts. We have five regular. So, why did the, why did the, the loan go into the credits? Because you because increased a liability. When you increase a liability, it's a credit. Okay. All right. So the flip side of that is a debit, which is increasing our cash. So that's an asset. It's an asset, right? right. We increased our cash just like we did before. So that's still green. So five more green regular M&Ms. So now we have 10 regular M&Ms, which represents the $10,000 in our bank account. Yes. So our assets have increased by $10,000. On the other side... We have 10 peanut M&Ms, but they're two different colors. Our equity increased by 5,000. Our liabilities increased by 5,000. Yes. And in our our accounting equation, remember, assets equal these two. Right. So we're good. We're good. We're good. Our books are balanced. All right. So now what? We've got our money. We've got $10,000 in the bank. What are we doing? Um, We probably need to buy some equipment. Okay. So give me an amount. How much is our equipment? 
do it um, in equation in, in thousands so that I don't have to do it. <laughs> let's let's say it costs us two thousand dollars. Okay, for our equipment. Okay, so we're buying a piece of equipment. So we're gonna lose two thousand dollars. Yes, in cash. So I'm taking so, these out. So take your two thousand out. You're lowering your liability or your uh your assets. Okay, so now we're down to eight M and M's here. We okay. got to get down to eight M and M's here. Do we? Yes, because what's the flip side of that? Your 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 cash decrease by two thousand. So now our what? Equity would decrease by two thousand. Are you sure? What it what's what else is happening there? You paid cash, and what did you get in return? Oh, we gained. We gained equity. We, we gained an, no. We gained assets. We gained an asset. Now, typically, the asset threshold is twenty five hundred, but we don't have five thousand five hundreds because our uh, our M and M's. Yeah, yeah. Not, let's we just didn't cut any in half. Let's just say it's three thousand. Okay. Okay. We paid three thousand cash because usually under twenty five hundred, you don't put it on your on your fixed assets. Okay. You expense it, but. We're going to say it's 3000 so we don't have that issue. All right, so we paid $3,000 cash. Yeah. What did we gain in return? $3,000 worth of equipment. Okay. Which would be $3,000 worth of assets. Yes. So then I'm putting three green M&Ms back. Back in there. So what we did is just exchanged one asset for another asset. Okay. 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 So this goes, you know, back to what I was saying earlier, where you can have a transaction that goes from one account to another, but the effect is not is a, on the books is essentially the same. Yes, yeah. you have it in a different place, and obviously there's different tax ramifications, but the end result here is the same. We still have ten green M and M's. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, I so got it now. sometimes, I got it now. sometimes you're balancing by just reducing the same color and then adding, adding the same back. color of a different kind, right? Okay. okay. So So I have a question. Uh-huh. So assets will always be a debit if you're increasing the asset. Okay. And liabilities and equity will always be a credit. It depends on which direction you're going. So a bank account, you put money in, you take money out. Right. Okay. Okay. So if you're taking money out of your bank account, if you purchase something, that's a peanut. It's a credit. Okay. Yes. So actually, probably what we should have done to be consistent here, when we did the $3,000, we should have done three peanut M&Ms and three regular M&Ms. That would have been a better way to do that. Why? Explain that to because me. you have to credit the bank account to reduce it in accounting. Makes no sense, right? So it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Yes, I get it. It makes no sense. That's why we weren't calling it debits and credits. Right. We had to put three peanut M and M's to take it out of the bank account. Okay. Which it's counterintuitive, right? Because you feel like you need to take something out of the cup. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I get it. Okay. But actually what you're doing is reducing the balance by crediting it by doing the peanut M&Ms. Yeah. Can we, can we, <laughs> I'd love, now I'm at the point where if I ever got a time machine and I could go one place, uh -huh. I would go back to the guy who named <laughs> yes. debits and yes. credits and I would make yes. him call them something yes. else. I get it. I get it. This is why I say it just makes, it just makes it so much more confusing than it has to be. Right. But yeah, all you're doing is this equals this, whatever you okay. want to call it. You want to call it M&M's, you want to call it teddy bears and rabbits. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They just have to be the same. I know it's very confusing by calling it debits and credits. We have already in our head what a debit means. You're reducing, sure. right? Debit right. means reducing. Right. In accounting, that's not true. And here's what gets more confusing is sometimes in accounting, debit means reducing. Sometimes it means increasing. So that's why you can't see it right. as always going one way or the other. So I need to basically in accounting, you have to, what are common 
vernacular definition of debit and credit are. You basically got to throw that yes, out the window. You got to throw it out the window. This is why it should have never been called debits and credits. Yeah. And it, it's, it's not helpful in any way to call it that way. So literally call it something else in your head. When you're okay. debits, whatever word you want to use. So debits, just... were, debits are regular and credits are peanuts. Yes, exactly. There we go. Okay. Yes, okay. they just have to equal. All right. So we have our equipment now. Now what do we need to do? Um, I think it. let's um, hire some employees. Oh, oh, great. <laughs> right off the bat, huh? We have no income yet. Okay, then we've got to... <laughs> So I guess you're right. You and me are going to be making these first couple yes, batches of I cotton candy. I would say candy. we are. Okay. All right. So we've, let's say we've, we've got some product. Okay. That we're ready to sell. Well, we have to have ingredients first, I would imagine, right? We got to go buy the sugar and, and the whatever. Fluff, I, what do you, I don't know. How do you make cotton know. candy? I don't even know. Okay, well, definitely sugar. We yes. know that. So we got to yes. go buy all our sugar. And I don't food coloring maybe because you have different right. colors. Pink, blue. Yeah. We got to. Okay. Yeah. So we've got to go buy all the ingredients. Okay. okay. So what's happening there? <clears throat> so we are spending Cash. cash right which that to spend and reduce our cash is a peanut so we'll just say we spent a thousand dollars so we have peanutted our account okay so that has reduced our cash which is a credit that's a peanut but this has to be so now we have to do something with our regular but so we're not gonna add well we are gonna add assets because are of we? our ingredients. They're ingredients. Are they an asset? Sugar? Yes. Yes. Debatable. I, can you tell that? Okay. Debatable. Um, what would you say? I Well, okay. So, I guess you could keep them in inventory. It would be inventory is what it would be considered. That would be an asset. If you don't immediately expense it and you hold it in inventory, it's kind of like a, a work in progress thing, Well, right? then let's say I'm buying it with the intention of within that week, I am turning that into product. Well, even then, yeah, we'll call it inventory. Okay. Yeah, we'll just say it's inventory, but that means we have to track the inventory now. We've got to keep track of what we still have in stock and what we've used, right? So if we weren't so, going to make it an asset, it would be... It would be equity. an expense. It would be an expense. Which would, yes, ultimately be equity. And I'll explain that in a minute. But okay. let's just say it's going to be inventory, which is an asset. All right. So green, regular going in. Yes. So okay. that's an inventory asset. All right. All right. So then we make the cotton candy. Yes. All right. So now our ingredients have become Become a product. finished product. Right. Yes. And in accounting, you've got the raw ingredients and you've got the finished goods, which is just one asset to another, right? Okay. In accounting, you move it from raw materials to fixed or finished goods. Okay. Okay. All right. So, and you might have different skews. You might drill down on that, right? You might have blue cotton candy, yeah. red cotton candy, whatever you have, right? Mm -hmm. And that's now different skews that you're ready to sell, but it's all still an asset. Yes. Okay. Okay. So we don't have to do anything. No, Here. no, I just was talking about it. Okay. We didn't actually put them in them. Right. But all right. Now, I. Th but what you're saying is if we wanted to get super, super technical. Yes. And add more M&M colors yes. and more cups, we would be moving things around. Yes. Yes. I mean, it wouldn't be more cups because it's still just regular and peanut. It would still just be regular and peanut. Yes. We just debiting and crediting different asset accounts. Okay. So Tesla, when they make a car... They're buying all the parts, right? Yes. So they have, and I don't know car parts, so I don't know why I picked this example, <laughs> but, you know, wheels. A fender and an engine. And a, <laughs> yeah. And I have no idea, yeah. you know, I, I, does the engine already come assembled? Maybe even that they put together. I have no idea. Does it even have an engine, Tesla's? Um, yes. I, but they... <laughs> But they don't run on gas. I, I don't so even know. So a this battery is then. We a horrible a example yeah. for me to pick. But anyway, all these parts are coming to Tesla and they're forming it into a car, right? So throughout that process, when they first get those parts, they're in there differently than when the finished product is done. Mm -hmm. Okay. But they're both assets. The raw parts, raw materials, and the finished cars, both still assets. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. 
So we have our finished cotton candy. Yeah. Now what? Well, I'm probably going to take the first the first package and test it. Because we get, <laughs> we've got to make sure we've got a good product, right? Okay. So Chris eats one of our cotton candies. Just one. Just one. <laughs> yes. I think we're going to have to call that a distribution. An okay. owner's distribution. <laughs> Okay. But it's not a thousand dollars. Either anything, we call so it's it not shrinkage, a... right? Or we call it an yeah. owner's distribution. No, I think that would be shrinkage. shrinkage. I think we're going with shrinkage <laughs> on that one. Yeah. All right. So what's happened? We have reduced our inventory by one cotton candy. Yes. Which just for the sake of ease, we're just gonna say that was a thousand dollars. Okay. <laughs> we have really I ate a thousand dollars. Yes. Really premium yeah. cotton candy here. Okay, so we've reduced it by $1,000. So to reduce an asset, that's a peanut. Okay. And it's green because it's an asset. Okay, so let's say we did a, just to make things easy, let's say we had like a soft opening at our... We haven't even finished this transaction, so hold on. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. We're going to do this, and we'll just say we gave out $1,000 worth of... To make this easy, so that it doesn't look like I ate a thousand dollars worth of cotton candy. That's what I'm saying. I've changed okay. it to where now okay. we are giving, we are giving, giving it, away, it away, sampling okay. to our community. Okay. So, so at the end of the day, whether we call it shrinkage, maybe we call it advertising. Yeah. Um, we could call it uh, gifts, maybe. Right. But at the end of the day, it's an expense. Right. That's ultimately what how it's going to be coded. All right. All income and expenses filter into equity. Did you know that? Wait, say that again? All income and expenses filter into equity. Why would... Maybe funnel's a better word. Funnel into entity. Why would an expense not be a liability? Mm -mm. No. Your income statement, which is your income and expenses, it all ultimately goes into equity. Okay. So liabilities are things that I've oh that I owe to somebody, not things that I've actually paid to somebody. Well, and it could be both because if you, for example, have an equipment loan that you used to buy something, that liability was for something you purchased. But the okay. expense, yes, ultimately the expense goes to equity. Okay. Yes. So your income statement. Profit right. and loss, if you will. Mm-hmm. That sheet, the very p- people are mostly familiar with that, right? It's got your income at the top, then it's got your expenses, and then your bottom line, your net income, right? That shows you if you made money during that period, right? Yeah. That net income bottom line goes to your balance sheet, and it shows up in the equity section. Okay. So if you make money, your equity goes up. Yes. If you lose sense. money... Your equity, equity goes which down. Which makes sense, yes. Right? Yes. So in your business, again, going back to the house analogy, it's kind of like the value of your house, right? As the value of your house goes up, your equity goes up. If right. the value of your house goes down, yeah. your equity goes down. Right. Same situation here. The value of your business goes up when you make money. The value of your business goes down when you lose money. Okay. Right? Yes. So yes. all your income and expenses ultimately feed to your balance sheet, your equity. Mm. Okay. So in QuickBooks, which is what a lot of business owners have, um, it will show in the equity section on your balance sheet, it will show a net income line. And that's your current year income, whatever the bottom line is, whether right. it's positive or negative. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. it's positive. Yes. Then there's a retained earnings line. That retained earnings is all your cumulative profits from the beginning of your business until the end of last year, yeah. whether it's a positive or negative. Right. So if it's a positive, if you've made a cumulative profit over the years, even if you had some bad years mixed in there, but overall, over time, yeah. cumulatively, that's what retained earnings is, is all the profit you've made over time. So that's why I say income and expenses Income and expenses are really only temporary accounts. Did you know that? Ultimately, they go to retained earnings. I did not know that. Yeah. So income and expense accounts are temporary accounts. 
they ultimately go to retain because earnings. they don't live there forever. They don't live there forever, right? Yeah. You can always. Dr- it's basically like a drill down. If you ever if think about a report where you click on a number to see the detail, mm-hmm. your income statement is just clicking on your net income to see the detail. Yeah. Okay. But at the end of the day, it's a blue M and M. It's equity. Okay. So yeah. all expenses and all income is going to be a blue M and M equity. Okay. Yes. Okay. So whether we call it shrinkage because you ate it. <laughs> Or we call it a gift because we gave it away. Or maybe we decide we want to see it as advertising right. because we gave all this cotton candy away. It's a blue M&M. It's all expense. Okay? So we we did a peanut M&M because yes. we reduced our inventory. So we have to do Now we have to do a regular M&M, which, as I mentioned, is blue because it's equity. And I don't remember. Did I do one? I think I did one. Just one, yes. Okay. So now we have one blue M&M. Okay. Because we had to do an equity, regular equity on our journal. Yes. Okay. And so that goes in as expense. Yes. As an expense. Yes. Okay. Which ultimately either increases or in this case decreases our equity. Yes. Okay. Now what? So let's sell some. Something. Okay. Yes. Now we're out of inventory now because we... (laughs) give away everything <laughs> but so we, we'll, we'll pretend we made we, some more we'll just pretend like we bought some more raw materials we made some more and we already did all that okay so now we're selling yes so we have our inventory which is an asset we're giving people our inventory and they are giving us money in return yes so there's actually a few things that are going on there okay so we got to get we got to get rid of some green regular M&Ms because so, we're losing. Well, we're not. We stopped doing it that way, remember? Because to reduce our bank account, we do okay. peanuts. That's right. Yes. That's right. So but then, we're not reducing our bank account in this case. We're reducing inventory. So then why? So let's think about that. First, we got to reduce our inventory. So that's a peanut, a green peanut. So why does it? But it we don't take out any... Regular M and M's. Why don't we? We're not take out? taking out. We're got, but we still got to balance these. So I just did. But a why aren't peanut. we taking? So if we, here's my question. So we are losing product. Yes, which I just did by putting a peanut M and M green because okay. we reduced our product. So, but we don't have to take one out of no. Our regular and I know M&Ms. it's weird. This is not a perfect analogy. Okay. I know. I okay. get it. Yes. But I'm trying to hit home the fact that. It's a peanut. We have to do a peanut to reduce our inventory. Okay. So we, you, we put one in there, which means we've got to put a, another peanut in here. Think of it like a caterpillar. You have a caterpillar yeah. and it turns into a butterfly. In this case, our inventory, when we sold it, it turned into a peanut M&M. It was a regular M&M. Now it's a peanut M&M. Because we sold it. Because yes, yes. So we no longer have the inventory. It has moved on to yes. its peanut M&M heaven. <laughs> <laughs> so it has moved yes. from being a regular M&M. It's no okay. longer a debit. Yes. Now it's a credit. Gotcha. Okay. It's no longer regular. It's now peanut M&M. But we need to balance. We still need to balance it. And so... We're out of balance now. You said all income is equity. All income and expenses is equity, yes. So we made money. Now, now this one's going to be a little more complicated because there's actually different, there's multiple accounts that we're actually affecting. Okay. Okay. So, so to balance, but we need to put a blue. So this is going to be a little confusing. So I'm going to okay. try not to make it confusing. Okay. When you sell inventory, you're, you're, crediting your asset which is your inventory you're debiting your cost of goods sold which is how it gets expensed cost of goods sold is an expense to the company okay yes yeah okay so that's how you handle the inventory side of that transaction it goes from being an asset to an expense so yes, you're going to do a blue regular. You were right about that. But that's okay. the cost of goods sold. It's an expense. Does that make sense? 
Because now it's no longer an asset. It's an expense to the company. Because we never expensed that material. The sugar, we had it as an asset. We never showed it as an expense. Okay. Now that we've sold it is when we show it as an expense. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So we should have went with a service company in this example, probably, because inventory companies are a little bit more complicated. So, yes, we're going to do a regular blue M&M. That's our cost of goods sold. Okay. So let me know if this is kind of a way to look at it. So instead of us saying we were going to have to expense that at some point. Yes. And instead of expensing it when we bought it. We expense it when we sell it. Right. Yes. Okay. Exactly. So I'm on the same page. So that's the expense and the inventory side of it. Now we still have to address the sale. Yes. Right? Because they did give us money in exchange for this product. So there's actually four accounts that we're hitting in this transaction. Okay. So that was two of it. That's that's one side of it, which is the inventory side of it. Now we're going to deal with the sale. So let's say they gave us cash in exchange for that that money yes. or for that uh, cotton candy. Right. Okay. So what's happened there? So cash is an asset. Yes. So that would regular green. Yes. Regular it goes M&M. up. Yes. Okay. And so now to balance, that is income. Income. So yes. it's equity. Yes. Yes. All income is equity. It ultimately goes so to it's equity. So it's a peanut, peanut M&M yes. that's blue. Yes. So you credit income accounts to okay. increase the income, which is a peanut M&M. Yes. So in that transaction, there's actually four accounts that you have, wow. you have wow. to book. All right. All and right. that's for any inventory company. When you have to switch inventory to an expense, and then, of course, you still have to book the sale, that's, that's how you have to do it. Yeah. Now, service companies... That's obviously easier because you're not dealing with inventory, right? A bookkeeping company, for example. In my company, yeah. we don't have to worry about inventory. We don't do that. We're, we provide a service. So I don't have to worry about tracking sugar and all this other stuff and then having to make sure it gets taken out of inventory and expense, right? right, right. I don't have all of that. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot easier on, for a service company. And that's why some bookkeepers, by the way, will only provide services to service companies. I hear that a lot. Because then you don't have to deal with the that yes. stupid plastic stick that goes on the end of the cotton candy. <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> yes. Got it. And when Got you it. have inventory, you have to track it. So you have to count it and make sure what you show on your books is actually what you have in your warehouse or right, whatever. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it gets a lot more complicated. All wow. right. So All we right. sold the cotton candy. Yes. Now what? Um... What would be next? Um, I don't know. What do you think is next? Well, we've got to file our taxes. Oh, gosh. Now, okay. I can provide the bookkeeping <laughs> yes. services, but I don't do taxes, so we got to hire someone to do our okay. taxes. Yes. So we hire a professional to take care of that for us, but we got to pay them for their services. Okay. Yes. That's so correct. what happened? So we lost... We we uh we had an expense. We had an expense. We had an expense. Yes. So that is a blue peanut. No, because our inc- our expenses are going up, which is a debit, which is a regular. Okay. So so there's our that's expense. a regular expense. Yes, it's a blue regular because it's ultimately going into equity, and we're increasing our expense, which is a debit. That's a regular. So me paying for something would never go in as a peanut or a credit. I wouldn't say that's very broad. Okay. It depends. Very broad. It depends. Okay. Yes. All right. It depends. All right. So now we've got to get our peanut. We need something in the peanut cup. So So, we have the expense, which we put in, you know, let's just say we put it in professional fees expense. Okay. It's not an asset. No. Because we didn't get anything. Well, what happened though? We had our taxes filed. Yes, the expense. So whenever yeah. you say it's not an asset, that 
I, I don't have any. We didn't any gain an asset yes. is what I right, meant. Right. But actually you are affecting your asset account because you paid something from your asset account. Right. So yeah. So it'd be loss of. A loss assets. of your asset. Yes. Yeah. So the asset account is affected. Okay. Your, 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 your cash that yes. you paid to that professional. Yes. So that's the peanut. It's a green peanut because you're into a green peanut. peanut. Yes, okay. yes. Okay. Because your your checking account, let's say you paid with your checking account, was reduced. So that's gotcha. a green peanut. Okay, a credit right. to your account. Yes. All right. So here is an instance where, whenever you said earlier something you pay, I think this would be the the contra to that. Yes. All right. So let's say we made a loan payment. Okay. We had our SBA loan. Yep. We paid off some of that loan. We made our monthly payment. Now, for this, I'll bring out the mini M&Ms. I brought mini M&Ms because sometimes you might have multiple accounts affected. Oh, oh okay. All right. So, so we're going to have to put two of different colors into one cup we'll at see. the same time. We will see. Maybe. Let's talk Maybe. through it. All right. We made a payment. So what yep. happens to our account, our bank account? Um, it goes down. It goes down. Yep. Which we just had this example. What does that mean? So I put a green peanut. Yes. Yes. Okay. Because peanut means a credit. Yes. And crediting a bank account reduces it. Okay. So we've reduced our bank account by that amount. Now what's on the flip side? What is our regular M&M side? Um, to make it equal. To So we've got to put in one M&M. When we're dealing with a loan, that's part a liability, right? It's a liability. So we're reducing the liability because we're paying it down. But when you make a payment for a loan... That's good. <laughs> well, I mean, that is not necessarily bad. I know some people think yeah, it is. It, right. So right. I'm not going to okay. make a judgment call and say yeah. debt is bad, but I'm just saying you've reduced your liability, okay. right? Yes. But if you make a payment to the bank for a loan, do they take the entire amount that you paid them and apply it all to your loan? No. No. Because you have interest. Yes. So that's why I say we need the mini M&Ms. All right. Because we oh, have to no. affect multiple things here. I was just getting the hang of our six <laughs> of our six cups here. So we've reduced the bank account. Let's just say we made a thousand dollar payment. Yeah. Now just for the sake of ease of math here, okay. let's just say two mini MMs equals one big one. Sure. We're gonna go five hundred and five hundred. Five hundred went to interest, five hundred went to the wow. principal of the loan. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We're just doing easy math yes. here. Yes. Okay, so we have two color M&Ms that are going to be affected here. Okay. That's yes. why we have the minis. Yes. Okay, so these have got to go. These are regular M&Ms. Yes, they're going both the going to be debits, so they're both regular M&Ms. Okay, so one is liability. Yes, so it's an orange M&M. And that's because... So debiting a liability is reducing the liability. Yes. That's why it's a regular M&M. Okay, and I'm thinking a blue. Okay, and why do you think blue? Because it's an expense. Yes, that's okay. right. Look at you. You're getting and this. And that's because of the interest. The interest is an expense, which yes. ultimately feeds to equity, and that's why it's blue. All right. Yes. Okay. See? You're doing No, I'm this. good with these. I'm good. I'm good. All right. I was a little worried about adding the minis, but I think I'm good. So I'm what good. happened there is, on the credit side, which is the peanut M&M's, we yes. just had one account, right? Okay. That was the bank account. But on the debit side, the regular M&M's, we had to split it. Yes. Okay? Okay. Now, this could be split in a lot of different ways. If you've ever seen journal entries, sometimes they get really long, lots of lines. This might happen, for example, a lot of times we have this situation when we're booking payroll entries. Okay. So the the payroll company will take out in one lump sum all mm. everything, right? They'll pull out, you know, maybe $50,000 out of the company bank account to cover all the payroll stuff. And so you have this one credit line item for the amount pulled out of the bank account, but you might have hundreds of 
expense accounts and tax liability accounts and things like that that you're affecting on the debit side. Yeah. So there, there's a, it can get a lot more complicated. Yes. Okay. So just to give you an idea about how much fun accounting can get. Wow. All right. <laughs> I like it better when we're dealing with the M&M. <laughs> okay. So I know the next two things we need to do. Okay. We need to sell more cotton candy. Okay. So that's a green peanut. So that's crediting your income. So yes. That's, and then that's the uh, income. a blue regular. For, for what's the flip side of that? Because we... Now we're charging it as an expense that we're losing the. Well, okay, so that was booking the income, right? The income, yes, the, for selling the goods, yes. Okay, so we should have gotten some money, right? But From I thought the customer. we, but weren't weren't we saying that we're charging it as an expense now? That's on the inventory side. So remember, there's okay. four parts to our sale. So you just book okay. the income. So the yes. flip side of that is we're bringing in some kind of money. Okay, right? so then that would be an asset. Yeah, we would increase our asset. So this. By the money that we get. A green. Yes. All right. Then you got okay, to deal with the inventory adjustment, which is that you're reducing your inventory asset and you're increasing your expense. Okay, so we'd put a green peanut... For losing, mm, let's see. Let me think about this. Yes, because we're, we're crediting, yes, we're reducing, we're crediting inventory, and then a green regular for the cash that is coming into the business. No, we already did that. We already did the cash. A green, no green, blue, because it's the expense. Right, we just did that. We made the money. Yeah, we already did the money. Okay, this is because now we're losing this inventory. We're losing the inventory, so okay. we're booking the expense now. Okay, yes. All yes, right. that's the four parts. It gets a little confusing when you got to do the the four parts, the different parts. Yes. Okay. This is why, like I said, a lot of bookkeepers will not deal with inventory companies. Yeah. It is more confusing. Okay, so that was the first thing. Now, I need a company car. Okay. <laughs> of course you do, because we've sold a thousand dollars of cotton candy, and I need, we but I need are it. rolling in it. I need the car. <laughs> And it's going to be painted with blue cotton candy on one side and pink cotton candy on the other. This is going to be a highly profitable business. It's a Hummer. I want this to be as noticeable as possible. Okay. It's all for the business. It's not for me. It's for the good of the business. Oh, boy. So I need a company car. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. And so. So what's happening there? um, One, I'm losing. We are losing. Now, how are you paying for the car? With Keeping company in mind cash. that we only have less than $10,000 of cash. That's what we started with. It's an H2, like a used <laughs> H2. So we'll say, let's just say for the, you for the sake s- of ease, okay. I'm getting this for like five grand. Okay, if you get a HV, H2 for five grand, then I'm in favor, even though we've okay. made no profit so far. It's got like 150,000 is- miles on it, but... We're going to put that to the side because okay. I need the company car. Okay. <laughs> but you still have to wrap it with all this advertising. That's not cheap. <laughs> and that's why I got the $5,000 car and not okay. the $10,000 Hummer. Okay. okay. We got the 5000 Hummer. All right. All right. So what happened there? So we lose $5,000 worth of assets because the cash. the cash is flowing right. out. Which is so that's a- five. That's a credit, so that is green, a peanut. Five green yes. peanuts. Yes. I think I grabbed six. There we go. One, two, three, four, five. Okay. So now to balance it. We got to do something with regular M&Ms. But now it's a, that would be an asset to the business. Yes. Because now we have the vehicle. Yes. So we're going to put five regular green yes. M&Ms in. Yes. Okay. Exactly. You're getting this. I am getting now, this. There we go. Now, just to take it next level, since you're feeling comfortable right now. I'm feeling good. I got my Hummer. I am <laughs> I am good to go. I am good to go. Now, let's talk about depreciation. Because you got to depreciate that car. <laughs> it, okay. So, let's think about this. Does that car stay? I mean, in this case, you got it well below its its actual market value. But let's just say the market value was actually 5000 okay. when you got it. Yeah. 
um, what happens to a car when you start driving it? The value goes down. It goes down. Yeah. So is it fair to keep this, you know, $5,000 Hummer on your books at $5,000 no. after you've put 300,000 miles on it? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I think we all kind of understand the principle of depreciation. And I had uh, Josh Dixon on a few episodes back and all we talked about was depreciation. So I'm not going to get into the nuts and bolts of this. But the whole principle here for our M&M purposes is every year you have to depreciate some of that value, which means you have to expense at least some of that value. Okay. So do we want to make it easy and just say... We're gonna. Oh, well, we've got our minis, so we'll just say five hundred dollars. Okay. In depreciation. Okay. Sure. So, um, so you have the expense side, right? Which means you're taking you're taking some of the value of that car and you're expensing it. It's an expense, depreciation expense. So an expense is blue. Yes, because it ultimately feeds to equity. So we put a a blue. In the credit. Do we? If you're increasing No, that would expense, be a debit. It's a debit. That would yes. be a debit. So it's a regular. Okay, so the, but then we got to put 500 in the credits. Yes. To make it even. Yes. And so I'm losing $500 worth of assets, correct? Yes. So that would that be That is green. correct. It is green. All right, so we'll throw that in there. There we go. All right. Okay. So you did it. You did depreciation. I depreciated. So right. you depreciated five hundred dollars of that asset. So now on your assets, on your on this vehicle that you have on your assets, it's now only forty five hundred dollars right. of assets. Right. And okay. five hundred dollars are expensed. Yes. So does okay. this does this, is this starting to yes. help put the pieces in? Does yeah. this help? Yes. Okay. Yes, it really does. Okay. That's I can good. I can safely say this is the best understanding of accounting really? I've had since oh, 2010. Since good. I took my accounting class. Perfect. See, yes. your professor should have just used M and M. Exactly. <laughs> but okay, I will say this: the whole debit credit thing, and I really love the way you use peanuts because it or peanuts versus regular. Yeah. Because it makes you not say debit and credit. Yes. Which gets confusing. It does. I do remember now how big of a problem it was in that class. I mean, I'm sitting here as an adult and I'm struggling and this poor woman had to teach, you know, (laughs) 25 high schoolers (laughs) about debit and credits and how it worked. And I remember that really being a big problem now that we talk about it. Oh, it's huge. And I remember in my young 20s, just could not wrap around why we would be debiting an account to increase the account. It did not make any sense to me. Right. whatsoever which is why i think if we just took those words yes out of the equation it would make it so much easier yes so regular m&ms peanut m&ms change your life yes <laughs> and you have to have your debits equaling your credits yes because when you lose something whether it's assets Um, whether you're like we did depreciating a car or you're losing product that you've sold. Well, it's not about really losing. It's thinking about it again with the the house example. Your house value is fluctuating, right? Mm -hmm. Your mortgage is fluctuating. So the difference is always that pot called your equity. So it's not necessarily, when you think about it that way, the reason why everything has to balance is because whatever's left always goes in your equity. So you've got the assets, you've got the liability, and you've got the equity, and those always need, the asset equals the other two, Yes. right? So ultimately, that's what you're balancing. Okay, right. You know, so you've got to make sure those assets always equal equity and liabilities. Yes. Right? And you do that by me, by keeping your debits and credits always equal, always equal. Otherwise, you run into a situation where your books aren't balanced. Mm-hmm. Some some flip side of your transaction didn't. Like, let's take any number of those transactions, any one of them that we did, right? Let's say we took the income and we recorded the income that somebody gave us cash. Mm-hmm. We recorded the income, but we didn't record the cash. Well, now our, our bank account balance is incorrect. Yeah. 
or let's say we recorded the cash, but we we didn't record the income. Well, now mm. our income isn't correctly affected. Like something, if your books aren't balanced, something didn't get recorded. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully that helped. So let so, me ask one question real quick. Mm-hmm. So what's the what's the danger of when you get down and you sit down at the end of the day and these things are not equal, something's out of balance, is the danger then IRS or somebody comes knocking? Or um, what's what's the real danger in, in not having your books balanced? Well, for as a business owner, a big thing is not being able to make right decisions because you really don't have an accurate view of what what's going on in your business. Yeah. You know, how can you really see if you're making money? How can you see if you've priced things correctly? Yeah, Um, that's true. So decision making is going to be skewed because you don't even know your numbers. Mm. Um, But yes, IRS would be another issue because if you don't have things accurately recorded, how can you accurately file your taxes? You can't. Right. Um, And it could work in the IRS's favor, but then you've messed yourself up because you've overpaid your taxes. So either way, it's not a good situation. So yes, that's, that's a factor too. Now in today's day and age with software, there's so many accounting softwares out there now, including QuickBooks, which is probably the most popular one with small business owners. It doesn't let you have an unbalanced. Oh, you can't. Like yeah. it will physically not let you, it will give yeah. you an error message. If you try to create a journal entry or some kind of transaction and you're only recording one side or you've recorded both debits and credits, but they don't equal each other, it will give you an error message and tell you, you must balance. So software these days doesn't let you even save anything unless it's balanced. Yeah. Okay. So it's a lot easier now that software has been invented to yeah. fix this. But can you imagine the days when they actually had to physically oh write it out? Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? And if you have thousands of transactions in your business going on, trying to figure out where you forgot to put something or, or miss, you know, did a typo or something, what a nightmare that would have been to have to go back and look through your notes and figure out where it went wrong. I can't even imagine. I'm so glad I'm born in the day, yeah. the age of software. <laughs> well, it, it's it seems it seems easy to me. You just make a footnote, right? Or what did <laughs> footnote? What was it? I, I was trying to think. I couldn't remember what. What was the, what oh the, the journal guy? entry? Yeah, just make a journal just entry. Just make a journal entry. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I would have done. It. But you still have to equal. So if you're doing no, a journal no, entry, no, I think our man's onto something here. I think just he's onto something. Journal entry. <laughs> so all right, hopefully this has been helpful to everyone. Um, if somebody wants to do podcasting, how yes. can they find you? Yeah. And hey, I encourage food, bringing, <laughs> bringing, yes. food, bringing food in. Uh, you can check us out, freedonation.live, or email me. That's the easiest way to get in touch with me. Chris, K-R-I-S, at freedonation.live. What about and you, Lindsay? I am Lindsay Klein with Sucline. If anyone needs help with bookkeeping, we are here for you. And we can break it down for you. <laughs> Even using M&Ms if you need help understanding any accounting concepts. Um, find us at info at com or our website is com S-A-K-L-I-N-E.com. We are here for you. And thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate all of the support. Until next time, have a great week, everyone. By the Books is presented by Secline. Honest, accurate bookkeeping performed on time. For more information on Secline services, or to get a hold of Lindsay, visit Secline.com or email info at Secline.com. The information provided on this website and podcast does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. Instead, all information, content, and materials available are for general information purposes only. Information provided by Secline may not constitute the most up-to-date legal or other information. Listeners should contact their attorney to obtain advice with respect to any particular legal matter and should refrain from acting on the basis of this information without first seeking legal advice from counsel in the relevant jurisdiction. Only your individual attorney can provide assurances that the information contained herein and your interpretation of it is applicable or appropriate to your particular situation.